the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Byron, it's been less than 12 hours since word broke. Yeah. It's just exactly 12 hours. What's your reaction to the raid on Mar-a-Lago? Uh, well, you know, last night um, I just began to have this realization, and I thought they raided his house over the Presidential Records Act. Um, I don't believe that. If you I just, I just can't think that. If you listen to commentary today on, on CNN, so this is kind of an anti – George Conway, who is rapidly anti-Trump, uh, said, quote, they've crossed the Rubicon here. Not even Richard Nixon's house in San Clemente was searched by the FBI, as far as I know. He said Merrick Garland doesn't do things rashly. We have to conclude that there's something behind the curtain that would surprise us. So the general commentary in the sort of anti-Trump media is there must be something big here. I mean, they wouldn't just do it over classified documents. There must be something really big, and we just don't know it. Um, I'm not sure about that. I'm absolutely not sure about that. Byron, I I said last night to someone else that the media today are like football teams and the and the coaches on the sidelines are like the RNC and the DNC. They're calling the plays and they're doing their best. I I just don't believe in media commentary. They they don't. I bet you that guy. George is a smart lawyer, but I bet you he hadn't read uh, Trump v. Vance recently, the 2020 case that says, well, look, states, criminal grand juries can, in fact, uh, subpoena a sitting president. Well, if a state grand jury can subpoena a sitting president, then the FBI most certainly can legally seize the papers. But there's a warrant, and the warrant's got to say what it's based on. And a judge Thank had you to... very much. That's what we need to know. Now, first of all, we've seen this now uh, with the case of, of Jeffrey Clark, with John Eastman, with other people who, who were in Trump's orbit who were um, involved in the January 6th matter. Their, um, they were either their homes were raided or their persons were accosted and their phones were taken. Now, uh, I'm going to ask you, the law professor here, uh, there is a warrant and uh, Trump is entitled to a copy of the warrant, right? Yes. Okay. And the warrant usually has the judge saying, um, I am giving the FBI permission to search these premises for these things. Based on the affidavit that I, I have been presented by the FBI, so there's like a one-page warrant, and then there's a, an underlying affidavit that gives the reasons for doing this. And the, and the, person, is, the person who searched is also entitled to a copy of the affidavit, right? Yes, and they're okay. also entitled to some specificity in the warrant as to what may be searched. So Trump should make these public today, shouldn't he? Absolutely. But you know what? There's also... Um, material collected in the course of an otherwise lawful warrant 
including incriminatory um, material. And so right. you get the, uh, the the door is pried open with the warrant on the basis, I think, just absurd basis of uh, of classified documents. By the way, I, I, I must tell you from personal experience, the archives found classified documents in the Nixon post-presidency papers at the library three years ago. We had a fight about that. They wanted to sequester the whole post-presidential archive. I threatened them with all sorts of mayhem, and they reduced it to eight files, and they took them to Maryland. And I think they had to do with the president's travels to China and his memos back and forth to Bill Clinton and uh, George H.W. Bush about that. And but we should it, note that Richard Nixon left office 48 years ago. Right. <laughs> Every single president has classified materials because they're president. By the way, they get briefings. Every former president gets briefings from the agency that are classified. So there's classified material by operation of standard operating procedures, Right. Uh, yep. and, and this president, who is particularly threatened by Iran because he killed Soleimani, has been offered classified briefings about the threat. So it is not it is a given that there is classified material at Mar-a-Lago. All right. It's a given yep. that he took notes on who's trying to kill him and why. It's a given that there's cla- so they have to detail that. But then they get it. all. I want to know who gets it, who reviews it, who's going to leak it, because the one thing we know, the thing I can say for certain, I'd love your comment is we have a long list that begins with Brennan, Comey, and Clapper going to see him in Trump Tower before he's president, Kinjoing through Stroke and, and Wasserman and Goldstein and uh, through uh, 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 Adam Schiff lying about this president. And you wrote the book, Obsessed, Obsession. You know what they do. I- I'm not buying that this is fair, neutral, and otherwise would happen to anyone who'd done what Trump had done. Yeah. And and I think maybe the pinnacle of that occurred in January 2017, before Trump became president, uh, in which um, the top agencies um, engineered a way to get the uh, Steele dossier into the public discussion. Yeah, they salted the mind. Briefing, by briefing him on uh, by, by briefing Trump on one aspect of it, the so-called P-tape aspect of it, uh, and then leaking the fact that it had been briefed. And, of course, news organizations said, wow, the nation's top intelligence chiefs are briefing the president-elect about this. It must be big. Uh, so here you have the FBI has raided Mar-a-Lago. It's done something absolutely unprecedented. So you think, or some people think, it must be big. Um, and maybe it's not what they say it is. But I I think the first step is for the president himself, the subject, the target of the search, to, one, uh, demand the documents that he is entitled to, and, two, make them public immediately. The worst thing that has happened in all of the Trump-Russia stuff was this phony secrecy that always surrounded things so that the New York Times and the Washington Post could publish published little snippets of information that had been fed by interested parties. And the speculation would be began that this was just the tip of the iceberg. And it would go on and on and on until finally, years later, we found out that there was no iceberg. So what we need now is immediate, immediate um, publication of this stuff. And Donald Trump, can actually do that, one, by demanding what he had, what, what he's entitled to as the target of this search, and two, making it public. I agree, Byron. I ought to send it to you, make it exclusive. I, I got to tell you, um, I've been the longest stir- standing, I don't believe in conspiracy, be, conspiracies, because Chuck Colson once told me they tried to do one and it lasted three days. 
Uh, you can't do a conspiracy. And, and Lindsey Graham on this show just made fun of the idea of yeah. Donald Trump being charged with conspiracy because that requires a plan that you follow through on it, not his strong suit. Uh, and then off air, we're talking about you need a meeting of the minds, all this different stuff. It's absurd. It's just absurd. But Lindsey believes, and I have come to agree with him, there's a get Trump obsession, as you write about in your book, that is never going to leave the body politic until he dies. They're going to try and get Trump after he's dead. It's let me like yeah. Al Capone's safe. And, and Graham, of course, is on the Senate Judiciary Committee. Uh, and I think we should see, even though Charles Grassley, the ranking Republican on the committee, and Jim Jordan, the ranking Republican on the House Judiciary Committee, even though neither one is in the majority, uh, and neither one has any power at all, um, they do have a pulpit, and they should be demanding the same thing that I've been talking about, which is public disclosure of this. The best thing we, we can get is public disclosure. If it is something serious, we need to know about it. Uh, Byron, have you ever heard the name? Explosion. Have you ever heard the name Colleen Shogan? No. Colleen Shogan is the um, vice president at the White House Historical Association that Joe Biden has nominated to be the new archivist of the United States. That's a ten-year job. Uh, great archivist is leaving David Ferriero. I dealt with him at the Nixon Foundation, uh, and so a new archivist is coming in for ten years. They have confirmation hearings for that job. John Agresta was knocked out by. Uh, uh, Charles Matthias of, uh, of Maryland and Thomas Eagleton when I was his general counsel at the National Endowment of the Humanities. NARA is allegedly the moving agency here. The National Archives and Records Administration right. is allegedly the moving. So those confirmation hearings are a way in. But right now, whoever has oversight over NARA and whoever has oversight over this confirmation hearing has got to be asking everyone, get all your papers ready. I want to see every communication that you had with the FBI about the Classified Records Act and the Presidential Materials Act, and I want you in front of my committee to answer questions, right? Doesn't that make yeah. sense? Absolutely, absolutely. And, and we also should go back and look uh, at the things that we do know now. Uh, for example, a man named Jason Foster, used to be a top investigator for Charles Grassley in the Senate, has been uh, tweeting stuff this morning about the agreement between the FBI and uh, Hillary Clinton over her service, uh, her servers. And basically, it's some people get FBI raids and other get, others get extensive um, negotiations and requests. Oh and ultimately, the Good FBI point. agreed to destroy the evidence. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.